Welcome to the Brian P. Swift All Things Inspirational Show. Brian is a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and success coach. Are you ready to move your vision forward and be inspired every Wednesday a little afternoon? Here is your host, Brian P. Swift. Good afternoon. Happy Hump Day. This is Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. The Quad Father, and you are listening to All Things Inspirational. I hope you're having an awesome day. A, a few quick notes. Remember, if you're going to the Joliet Slammers baseball game, if you use code SOAR, a portion of the proceeds will get donated to our 501c3 nonprofit that helps people with disabilities get back outdoors. If you're looking for something to do, don't forget CD me, CD and me right off of the Grange Road in Frankfurt. Phenomenal entertainment, bands, music, um, wine tastings. They have a little bit of everything. And for your businesses out there, if you're looking for something different to do, to stay in touch or capture new clients, reach out to Ray Rita and send out cards. Um, you can get Ray at 708 372 8399 sends out these amazing, po very individualized postcards. So uh, please uh, reach out if you're looking for that. So SOAR, which, as I said, is a 501c3 nonprofit, is working with a gentleman who is offered to make a motorcycle and allow us to donate it, but we're still looking for an Evo motor and five-speed soft-tail transmission. So if you know of one or somebody willing to donate one or to get one at an affordable price, please reach out to me at soarnonprofit.com, S-O-A-R nonprofit.com, or bswift62 at comcast.net. I appreciate it. I am excited. We've got a great guest on here, Lynn Lionhood. She is just an, not just an amazing person, but uh, quite the astute business and entrepreneurial uh, background. She runs a, a major networking group or events that bring people together. She's been doing it for years. She's absolutely phenomenal at it because let's all be honest, we don't progress and we don't grow if we don't meet other people, whether that's a person to collaborate with, whether that's a person that challenges us, or whether that's a person to get in the same boat and help us row in the same direction. So um, I'm excited to have her on uh, after, our, after our break. In the meantime, we did, you've heard me talk about, you know, launching a new opportunity, and that started this week. So this phenomenal opportunity got launched. Yes, it is in the arena of health and wealth. What two better things to focus on? What two better things than to take a, uh, a proactive stance and chase both of those down. Um, and in these times, uh, there's no better time to start your side gig, start your maybe something that turns into your passion, working with others. And I know for me, building a team 
that is driven, that has the same vision, that is motivated, is something I've done for years. So um, I've been in the process of creating a, a team and a business community uh, w- with a, an amazing vision. We have the right plan. We have the right products, and the timing is awesome. If it's something you're interested in, please email me at bswift62 at comcast.net. Again, it's bswift62 at comcast.net. And um, I get to take my coaching into the business arena, which is somewhere I've been for years and somewhere I I absolutely love being. But it's... uh, the timing is so key, especially now with Big Farm wanting to get everybody on every pill out there with the country wanting to jab everybody. Um, I'm trying to help people find relief from so many things that bother us. For me, after spending 40 years in a wheelchair of pushing, so I'm, I'm, I'm a C6 quad I still push a manual wheelchair. Obviously, you can imagine my shoulders, my elbows, my hands have quite a bit of chronic pain. However, these last two months have been amazing because my pain has gone from about an eight to a two, which is is unbelievably manageable, unbelievably tolerable. And there's been a lot of other side effects of some of the other medication I'm on that are, I shouldn't call them side effects, they're actually what the purpose is for. Um, after my workouts, which every day I get out and I try to do a three-day ride in my wheelchair, three, three-day, I wish, a three-hour ride in my wheelchair. And then I usually will work out and then do a little woodworking and then, you know, whatever else comes along. A lot of times I'm in and out of my van quite a bit, um, which puts a lot of stress and strain on the joints. And, and I'll be honest, uh, I haven't felt this good in a lot of years. And when you're feeling good, you can deal with anything. You could handle anything. And you tend to just be more positive than anything. So uh, reach out again. If your entrepreneurial spirit feels fit, reach on out. I'm going to talk about leadership before we get to Lynn, you know, because I'm, I'm all about servant leadership, you know, kind of powered by common sense, something that tends to be missing out there a lot um, because I I want to be a positive influence out there. You know, as we mature into our adult life, we we experience various impacts coming from really a multitude of moments, you know, where people in our lives have created this influence and not just as, as an adult, but uh, we see a lot of this at, young, at a younger age. So in the, in, as we well know, this in influence could be positive. It could be negative. Po- positive influence has the power to shape our beliefs, our values, and our principles, um, you know, by what we choose, uh, how we treat people, and how we lead others. So that, that is something that, you know, I'm adamant about and adamant about moving forward with. So that is the kind of leadership I enjoy. That is how I lead teams to success. And I look forward to uh, th- this new challenge. It's the way I coach. 
Um, it's what I talk quite a bit about when I'm doing uh, a speech. So uh, think in that positive mindset moment, and it'll all be good. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit from our sponsors, and then we should be back with Lynn Lionhood. Welcome back. This is Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. The Quadfather, and we have with us Lynn Lionhood. Lynn, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much, Brian. I'm always honored to spend some time with you. Well, we have uh, we have shared this path before. I absolutely enjoy being a part of your networking opportunities, which uh, have been probably one of the uh, better ways that uh, I have met not just new friends like yourself, but also business associates and um, other people that uh, just come from this great thing you do several days a week. So that being said, I, I, I know there's a long backstory behind it, but how have you been growing your network? I'm going to tell you in all honesty, things are growing so fast and they're expanding so much bigger than I could have ever even imagined they would. I mean, I began to do them in the Chicagoland area. They were local. They were filled with mostly people from Illinois and they were very local and they grew and they grew to the suburbs and then they grew outside of that. And then I was getting people from Southern Wisconsin and and uh, some Iowa people every now and then, and I just getting people from everywhere. And then once the pandemic hit, you have to make a decision. You're either going to sink or you're going to find a way to survive. And I did. And I went online, as did most people, which I think was just God saying, hey, you don't know anything about Zoom and no, neither does most of the other people out there. So I'll just teach you all at the same time. And at this point, it has gotten so big, I do three a month. And we're getting so many people. I'm getting people from all over the world. And it is phenomenal to connect people who think they're going to be getting on from Italy and that you're not going to have any way to connect them. But I do. I just have this human Rolodex in my head, and immediately I can begin to think about people to introduce them to. I mean, we get people from Switzerland, from Sweden. We're getting a ton of people from Canada, the U.K., India, I'm getting people from everywhere, and I think, personally, I think they're little blessings from God that have been dropped in front of me, and he says, I'll provide you the people, you go do the magic that I've taught you to do, and that's what I think happened. That's awesome, because I remember the first, and, and I know it's been well over a year, the first time I came on, um, compared to mm -hmm. recently, you know, I know you you value people's time, and uh, people's time is valuable and you really try to keep it structured and stay to a certain amount of time. And we, we've been going way past just, just way past that because you have so many guests now. So, and, and mm -hmm. you want to give, you, you do an awesome job at giving people enough time to introduce themselves and, and give, you know, let's call it that, that 32nd elevator pitch. But uh, the other thing you do that's absolutely awesome and really helps is you have everybody put their contact information a little bit about themselves, about their business in, in the notes, and then 
you send out all that contact information to everybody that's been there, which I think is an awesome idea. You know, I try to make sure that I look at it this way. I pretend like I'm a guest. What would I like? And I think that time is so valuable these days. We all have so little of it that we just can't afford to waste any time. So when I sit down and I really am very critical after every meeting to try to figure out how I can make it better every time, even though people will say it was a great event, I figure there has to be a way to make it better. So I, I think about value for the hour and a half that I schedule for it, although you're right, many times gone two hours and not many people have left the call at that point. But I try to make sure that I have some sort of training from this business development coach who will give them something that no matter what their business is, it's something of value they can walk away with. I now have added a tech tip. I have a wonderful gentleman out of New York who just is the most magnificent talent when it comes to computers that I have ever seen. And every time he gives a tech tip, people go crazy. They love it. There's just no way that he's giving this information away. And uh, I knew him because when I get new people, I try to take the time to learn about their business. And when I saw the value that he had, I thought in the one minute that they get to introduce themselves, these people have no idea the hidden talent that he has. I have to give him a section so that he can talk to everybody and share that information. And it's out wonderful. Then I try to highlight a business of the month and let them teach people something about what it is they do. Then we go into our introductions, which is for me just delightful. I learn so much from all of these people. And I try to set aside time at the end of the call to let everybody have a chance to go into a breakout room now that they know each other and interact with each other. But I also found that by throwing out my question of the day, that gives everybody a conversation starter. And a lot of people get nervous when I tell them I'm going to ask each of you a question until I tell them it's going to be the same question for everybody, and it's going to be something fun. Right. And, you know, then they then they lighten up a little bit, and people have come away. I, I have a newbie meeting the following day with the newbies to try to pick their brains and find out how did they feel about it. And I said, look, don't be polite. I want you to tell me honestly how it was. And that's where I really get a lot of tips on how to make things better for them. That's awesome because I – as you said, and, and maybe people don't understand, but after a while, you do these breakout sessions where you might have 20, 30, 40 rooms where you put two, three, four people in it and give everybody five minutes, which still isn't a ton of time, but it gives us more time to get to know each other individually. And even though we might not need each other's product or service, most of the people I know in your group are very good at referring people on to that person that they might have met, you know, last month or the month before to uh, to their business, which I, I think is absolutely awesome. That's important to me. You know, I, I, I think about this a little differently than most people, I think, because it's not money-making venture for me. So I think about the fact if I were to walk out of my house tomorrow and be hit by a car and die, what have I taught these people? Are they so dependent upon me that their businesses will struggle? Or have I taught them the skills necessary that they can carry on? And that's really what I want to do. 
So I teach them all that it's about the relationship. It's not about whether I'm going to buy something from Brian or he's going to buy something from me. Even if I don't have any need for what Brian does, I need to take time to learn his backstory. How did he get into the business chose? What does his business do? Find out everything you can. Be as inquisitive as a child. And then think about it. I may have four people that need to be connected to Brian. He will value me just for the fact that I connected those people as much as if I became his client. And that's really, really important to me. No, it, it is. And, and it shows in what you do. And as you said, you don't charge for any of this. And you spend quite a bit of time putting this together um, beforehand, uh, monitoring it and making it happen during. And then afterwards, uh, create you know, getting all the information into our hands of the people and their contact information. And then the next day, uh, running a newbie meeting. So thank you for all that you do. And I know this isn't the only thing you do. So let's 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 talk. Take a minute about Legal Shield. Why don't you tell us that that's your that is your job? Tell us a little about Legal Shield and how people could get a hold of you. It's just another thing that was kind of put in front of me. I was already very successful doing some other benefits. When they uh, explained to me what Legal Shield was, I said, "Well, you know, I'm not quite so sure I need that." And they said, "Wait a minute." There were things that happened in your life that told me you did need it. Maybe you don't understand what it is. So I said, okay, well, let me take the time to listen. And once I listened, I kept waiting for what's the catch. But there really isn't a catch. So I really spent the next 21 years focusing on this benefit more than any of the other benefits I did. Can I still offer the other benefits? Yes. This is the benefit that I think brings huge value to everyone to their family, to them if they're an individual, to their business, to their employees. And let me just give you a little taste of it. I always try to give an example of how someone has used it. And someone sent me some information about someone who had, a gentleman had his wife who was out driving their brand new car, and somebody backed into the new car, which I'm sure was just horrendous. But that person admitted on the spot that they were in the wrong. So two weeks later, he told his insurance company that he wasn't at fault. So his company refused to pay this woman for the damages to the car. So she had to go get Legal Shield. She got them involved. Within one week, not only did they send the check for the repair in the rental car, but they got them an extra $1,000 on top of that. So you have to put yourself in that spot for just a minute. You know, what would it feel like to be in spot. It would be awful. And you'd be feeling like you're hounding people and chasing them right. down and arguing with your own insurance company. And it's just a lot of headaches that we all don't have time for. So we have to look back and say, if this man were to assess what just happened with his family, would he think that that $30 that he spent for that legal plan for a month was well worth getting all those headaches taken care of? I'll guarantee you he would. I had someone else who said, you know what, I'm thinking about getting an LLC set up for my business. Can I take care of that? I said, absolutely. If you have a personal plan for $15 more, we can add on a home-based business plan and you can get all of that taken care of. Awesome. It's just just dollars spent and what's your return on your investment? 
And I want to make sure, again, just like I do with the networking, that you're seeing huge value. I think the other thing I love about this company is everything is month by month. If we are not giving you the value you need for the money you spent, it costs you nothing to drop it. And while I'm unhappy to see anybody ever leave, I do want to make sure that they feel they're getting value for what they spent. So, Lynn, how can people get a hold of you to, to uh, either get Legal Shield or ask you questions? Well, let's talk about that. Whether it be Legal Shield or whether it be the networking meeting, the, there, there are several ways they can reach out to me, and I don't really care which one of them they choose because we all have our favorite. If there's someone who likes to email, email RHL, just like really happy Lynn, 6807 at gmail.com. If there's somebody who wants to call, they can call me on my cell phone number. I have no problem with that. And that number is 630-697-6889. If they get in contact with me and let me know they're interested in either the legal shield or the networking, I'll take care of everything. You know, I, I often say too, Brian, that the networking for me, I think I truly and I know you're going to have young viewers who are not going to understand what a Rolodex is, but I would tell them, go look it up and learn what it is. But I think I have a human Rolodex in my head. And I often tell people at the newbie meeting, I separate the newbies from the very beginning because trying to tell me for one minute what their job is, is just not enough for me. It's enough to give everybody a little, a little like, come back tomorrow and ask me questions. But I personally need to hear all their stories. And once I hear that, I tell them that it's kind of like if you go get a new puppy today and the puppy pees on the floor, you give them a little swat with a newspaper, although we don't really have newspapers anymore, but we used to have newspapers, and we give them a little swat, point them to the door, and pretty soon he knew what he was supposed to do. So I say to them, try to think of me as the family dog. <laughs> and I'm not insulted by that. I said, I need you to train me. So if I were to send Brian a brand new prospect that I think would be an excellent connection for him, whether it's somebody that could further his business or somebody that becomes a tool in his toolbox to make his work easier, no matter which one it is, if I send it to Brian, I'm going to make sure that I give everybody, I edify everybody, make sure that you know why I'm sending them. Sure. I want you to know what I saw as the connection because that's really important. You don't want to waste time playing 20 questions saying, you know what? Lynn thought we should talk, but I don't know why. I'm going to tell you why. Then I say to them, if I've done a, a, a bad job, if, if you call me up and say, you know what, Ted was a wonderful person, but Ted's just not the kind of person I'm looking to be connected to. If you do that, it's like swatting a dog. And I now understand that that's not in the right direction to go. And I need to know that because if you don't tell me, guess what happens? I send you 10 more Ted's. But if I send Ted to you and it's perfect and you tell me, guess what? Ted is not only a great guy, but he's exactly what I'm looking for. Now I know I'm on the right track and you get 10 more Ted's and you are very happy with me. So uh, that, that's always important to me that they understand where I'm coming from. The fact that I will never give up on them as long as they are consistent and show up at the meeting. I'll be more than glad to continue to make connections for them. But, I mean, somebody who shows up once and doesn't show up again, that's certainly not anyone any of us would want to refer people to. No. Uh, exactly. So. Um, 
and you're an amazing read of people. So, like you said, you could tell, you know, I don't want to say right away, but it doesn't take long to kind of get an idea nope. of the people that are on there, you know, their character, you know, have they been, are, are they there, like you said, at least somewhat consistently and cool. how they've interacted with other people. So you've been around and, and I know the, the groups are, are, are quite diverse, uh, e- even though you, you, you have a lot of coaches, a lot of network marketers, um, but our society seems to be going in that, um, you know, brand ambassador, network marketing, uh, you know, whatever name, affiliate marketing, it, we, we're seeing a lot more of that these days. How do you feel about that on your end? You know what? Some people will say, well, I don't want to go to a a networking event if there's going to be people who do a home-based business. And I really, that's very sad because those same people will be people that do investments. Those will be the same people who buy insurance. Those will be the same people who want to go to a masseuse. They're the same people that are going to do everything else. They just choose to do a business from home. And nobody understands what's going on in everybody's world. And we need to understand that better. We need to be tuned into the fact that, okay, somebody was crabby today. Why were they crabby? You don't know whether they just lost their mother, their father, their spouse. Do they have a child who's dying? They just don't know what's going on in somebody's life. Take the time to find out. But let's back up to that home-based business. Some people are in a home-based business for different reasons. Maybe they have a spouse that's unable to work and they have to care for them. Maybe it's of, of the fact that they've been injured and cannot, can no longer go out to work. Maybe it's just that their job has now moved so far away that they, work, they can work remotely and that works better. So you have to say, you know, don't, don't paint it with a broad brush and say, I don't want to go to an event like that. I try to dig into each and every person. In fact, I often encourage people who say, I've lost my position. And I don't know what I'm going to do at this point. So I probably don't belong at a networking group. I said, you're wrong. That's the kind of person that does belong in a networking group. You're like the person who walked into the restaurant and there's a smorgasbord table there. You can go and look the whole table over and taste test a little from this, a little from that, and make a decision. Rather than going on 30 interviews or making 30 phone calls, Why not go to three or four of these and listen to people? People there will tell you whether they're in hiring mode or able to bring on another associate, and that may give you a great opportunity to see them at work and see whether you think that fits for you or not. So I tell them, don't shy away. I've had several of them come, and several of them have found the opportunities they were looking for. So I just try to be as inclusive as I can to everyone. And you would think more today that people understand that this is the way the country is going to some degree. As you brought up with COVID, you had people that now are working from home. And they find it fine to work from home, but yet they might be, uh, might question going to an event where somebody is also working from home. They're just doing it in a different way. And the interesting thing now is you've got these big companies that are pushing 
affiliate marketing or network marketing. You got, uh, is it Nike? The, you know, the shoe company started that. You've got a lot of your uh, big energy drinks out there that are doing it. You've got a lot of clothing companies that love this opportunity to give young people or anybody an opportunity to make money as a brand ambassador, as an affiliate, as a network marketer. And on top of that, I don't know if people realize the millions of dollars that are made. When I say millions, I'm probably more into the billions of dollars that have been made by companies like Mary Kay Cosmetics. Started, right? I mean, it, it was, it's, a, it's a home-based company. Um, and you can go down the line, and I know there's been some companies that maybe lost people's trust, but like you said, you hate to paint the whole industry with a broad brush because there are so many opportunities out there to start your company, and whether you call it affiliate or network marketing or whatever you want to call it, these business, a lot of these businesses are creating millionaires out there. And you know there are traditional businesses, Brian. That again, if you if you paint it with a brush and say anyone who works from home, I'm not interested in networking. You probably don't belong at my meeting then, because you've already got a stigma that you can't seem to get past. Because I have people that are attorneys that work from their home and no longer work out of an office. They have a home office set up. I have a lot, an awful lot of bookkeepers that do that. I have people that are CEOs for hire and CFOs for hire, and they do work from their homes because they don't necessarily, they're not tied to one company any longer. They're not tied to going into an office any longer. I even had someone that converted their garage, completely converted their garage into a flower shop with all the coolers and everything else and ran their business right out of their home. It just works for some people. And if they have to pay an astronomical rent and a, in a shopping center, that doesn't work for them quite so much anymore. So it's, it's being created. And those are the kinds of minds that you want to be affiliated with. You want to help those people to continue in their business because they're going to be doing the same thing for you. Exactly. And, and we're just seeing more of it. We're seeing more of these, I don't want to call them necessarily turnkey businesses, but these, mm-hmm. these opportunities or businesses that allow uh, more of an immediate, convenient operation with maybe limited yeah. funding, limited skills, basic steps that people can take to create their business, whatever that is, and they can run them quickly and they can run them efficiently and they can... Correct thrive at a high level, a a low level, or somewhere in between based on their effort, their desire, their commitment. Um, And and again, some of them just take that desire, that ability to learn, yes, probably some new skills, put them into action, Mm -hmm. show up every day, learn, learn how to be a people person, follow up and kind of repeat those steps and not that anything's that easy but ultimately you know the fancy the fanciness and the fluff um doesn't have to be there like you said in owning a shop in a big mall or earning 
or owning a shop, you know, in a strip center, so many of these big companies now uh, are getting away from brick and mortar and doing things. You know, you have to look, look back at the pandemic for just a minute because everybody understands what the pandemic was like. I mean, it was devastating. Think about what it did to a lot of people and their jobs. It did horrible things to them. So those people who were doing a home-based business did not suffer quite so so much. And many of many of the people who did have a regular job decided to hop into one of those and give it a try. And as you said, for a few hundred dollars, they could get themselves set up from home. They could get the, the consistent training that they needed to be able to learn how to, to run their own business, which was a skill that many of them had never done before. But many of them had wished that they could try that. And this gave them the opportunity to do that, but to still have someone peeping over the shoulder to help them. Not to do it for them, but that's where they learned to stand on their own two feet. And many of them, even when the pandemic was over, found that if their job was still there for some of them, some of them it wasn't, it had been eliminated. But if their job was still there, they still found themselves in need of a second job. And having that that income that they were able to make at home, they were able to make it fit their schedule. Now, if you had to hold two jobs and they were outside jobs, you might have conflicts about when I had to be somewhere. And, oh, I had to work overtime at my first job, and now I'm going to be late to the second one. And always that stress of will I lose one or the other. You don't have that when you have a home-based business. You just adapt to whatever's going on. And, and again, is it for everyone? No. Would I encourage everybody to give it a try? Yes, because you might have skills you didn't know you had. I think the smartest thing for you to remember is you eat what you kill when you work for yourself, meaning there is no check there unless you put in the effort. So for those people who thought I won the lottery when I paid two, three, four, five hundred dollars whatever it costs to get in, and I don't need to do anything, well, it's going to be a rude awakening that that's not the way it is at all. They're going to understand that with the efforts they make, this is something they're building that belongs to them, and no one can ever take it away from you. So if you just give the same effort to this business as you always have for an employer, you could be really, really shocked at what you could do for yourself. Absolutely. And I'm not trying to paint that a home-based business is easy. To your point, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of time management. It takes a lot of skill. But in the end, you reap all the rewards. And ultimately, the one thing none of us can buy or get back is time. And as we've, uh, let's say, as we've matured, you realize how valuable that time is and how important that time is. And with a home-based business, one of the many things it does give you is that flexibility, um, which which to me is so key, uh, especially if you're doing other things, whether those other things are, like you said, caring for a loved one, just spending time with your kids, participating in a hobby that you like, whatever that may be, reading, writing a book, learning the guitar, it just gives you a different kind of flexibility. So even myself, 
after being in corporate for over 25 years, it's odd. I'll find myself doing work at seven at night, but I don't look at it as work. It's just because that's the time some people can get, you can get a hold of some people. That's the time some people have requested that you contact them. And I don't mind doing it, you know, it's seven o'clock because that fits in too. So it's That's again, right. you're, not, gonna, you're gonna reap rewards. Exactly, exactly. And again, you know, I, I, when, when I when I talked to somebody once, I think I said that to my own company. I said, you know, there are people who think that they've won the lottery when they pay that fee to be able to come in. And now I'm a business owner, and they just that's what they think. And I often say to those people, you know, you really have won the lottery, but you have to understand that even when you win the lottery. If you never cash the ticket in, the ticket is a worthless piece of paper. That's all it is. But if you cash that ticket in, you now have the golden ticket to a new life. And that's exactly what working for yourself is like. If you don't put in the effort, you have nothing. You have a wasted opportunity. If you do put in the effort, it is the key to a whole new life for you. It truly is. I look back and, and of course, once before when I was on your show, I explained to people, so I'm not going to go into detail, but when my husband had the serious uh, career-ending injury that he had, had I eventually, that's what chose made me really go to working for myself because I had an employer that wouldn't let me leave when I had to go. And so working for myself has made it so much easier when I have those down times that he is desperately in need of my help. And it has not made a blip in my business. The same way goes with my daughter. She ended up with a brain tumor, and it left her a quadriplegic. I could never have taken six weeks to go and help her with her four children and help her through this if I was working a regular job. I might have lost that job, and I certainly right. wouldn't have had any income coming in. But because I worked for myself, I put all my stuff together in a file box and went to Wisconsin for six weeks and, and did what I needed to do there and worked my business from there. So there are a lot of advantages. And so it doesn't matter what they choose. They may choose to do makeup. They may choose to do a healthcare product. They may want to do shoes. It doesn't matter what it is. And if they're not sure what it is, try a few things. But don't quit or give up because how many times have you gone through jobs before you found just the right job that fit you? Think about it that way. It's, if I go to the mall and I'm going to buy a new pair of shoes, the first pair I put on not necessarily be the pair that I buy. Exactly. Just be patient. Same with dating. You didn't marry the first person you dated. You had to go through a lot of them before you found the one that, hey, this is the perfect one for me. Right. And that's exactly the way it is with a business. Well, Lynn, let's do this. I'm going to take a break, listen to our sponsors, and then we'll come back and wrap up. Welcome back, Lynn. Um, as we were talking uh what people, I don't think some people understand, is the amazing culture you can create from working, whether it be from home or from your own office, doing these types of things. And, and what I find interesting, and I'm seeing more of, I think people used to look at this, again, what we call it, you know, network marketing, call it affiliate marketing call it whatever you want. I think they used to look at it as, um, you know, that's the, that's something that somebody does that doesn't have a lot of skill, that maybe doesn't have a lot of education, that I, I think when you look at who they 
kind of profile as that person, they don't realize that these days, that profile is 100% different these days. Um, I've just been, I've been part of a, uh, a, a startup and these types of home-based businesses now are made up of doctors, lawyers, uh, you know, accountants, people that realize the value of having a secondary income, people who realize the value or have bigger goals for themselves and, and want to take advantage of these opportunities. Is that what you're seeing too? Yes, and I see that many traditional people who had a job do not understand residual income, and a lot of these opportunities come with residual income. I mean, it's wonderful to do something once and be continuously paid for what you did. And I think the other thing is a lot of people think, well, gee, I work for myself from my home. I'm not getting out. I'm not seeing people. I'm going to become nothing more than a Brussels sprout sitting in a chair somewhere. Wrong. If they're smart, they get involved with things like these networking groups online. They, they, it's almost as if you're there. You're getting a chance to meet all kinds of fresh new people, probably more than you would meet if you were sitting in an office somewhere. And you can really expand your horizons. I mean, there's no way I would have met people from Switzerland and Sweden and Italy and India. Right. But I know them now and I know them well. So I think that it's just a whole new world, as you said. And you're either going to be left behind or you're going to move forward with it. And I say to people, come on out, try one of these networking groups, see what you think. And if you're somebody who's working from home, don't shut the door and say you'll never see another human being because that's not true. No, and, and, and just because you work from home doesn't mean you can't meet people out for coffee and uh, interact with them, or you can go to the library and have a room full of, you know, hold an event. There's nothing stopping you from holding an event and, and doing it that way. There's nothing stopping you from having a big Zoom. There's nothing stopping you from meeting with one or two possible clients and just going out for coffee and having a conversation at a, at a, at a local coffee shop. So the, those opportunities are still there. It just allows you Absolutely. the flexibility to do them. Correct. Correct. But I will say working from home does have advantages. You only have to get dressed from the waist up. That's just true. And, and that helps. Yes, that's half of the budget for clothing. So it's not bad. Well, it, it, this, again, affiliate network marketing, I think, is becoming one of the most innovative business models um, that we're seeing out there today. You know, whether it's timing and COVID and a little bit of everything, technology, um, but what it does is it really takes ordinary people like me and helps them achieve extraordinary results because it seems like what it can do is it can compress 20 or 30 years of experience of a career into three to five years and elevate you to success that some people don't even dream of. Correct. Absolutely right. I agree wholeheartedly. You know, why is it every time I talk to you, time seems to go so fast? <laughs> I know. We, we, have a, we, we have a couple minutes left. Uh, why don't you throw out again uh, where they can get a hold of you? They want to talk to you about your 
your networking or legal shield? Can I do that? And then can I share with you three quick quotes that I think are things that will really give someone something to think about? Sure, go ahead. Wonderful. Well, first of all, they can reach me at my email address, rhl6807 at gmail.com, or they can phone me at 630-697-6889. I'll get them all the information about either Legal Shield or the networking events, either one. I'll let them shamelessly promote their business all over the five Facebook pages that we've built just for them. But the three quotes that I'd really like to leave them with, my most favorite is from the slight edge Jeff Olson, who eventually put me in his book, by the way. But the quote that I love from there is, successful people will always do the things that unsuccessful people won't do. And that's really a powerful quote. 100% true. The other one I like is a Tony Robbins quote. It's kind of short. It says, every problem is a gift. Without problems, we would not grow. Again, it's all in your perception. If you see it as a problem, it'll be a problem. If you see it as a gift to learn by, you will. And the last one is an Earl Nightingale quote, which is fairly old, but it still holds up beautifully. Never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time is going to pass anyway. Absolutely true. I love all three of them, and you know I'm a quote guy. But t- thank you so much yeah. for being on the show. I look forward to our next networking meeting. Uh, so thank you so much. And for those out there looking for uh, any opportunity, you're more than free to reach out. Give me, uh, get a hold of me through social media or bswift62 at comcast.net. And get out there. It's a beautiful day out. I hope everybody could get out and enjoy themselves. Lynn, thanks again for your time and your expertise. God bless. Go have a good day. Thank you, Brian. Take care.